Welcome to this edition of the Pac-Man Podcast, Patriotic American Citizen. I'm Ted Flint on the BMG Network. We're back after a little break, Christmas break. We are still in the Christmas season. Technically, as you're hearing this, it's Wednesday, so it is the uh, the last day of the Christmas season, day 12. And it's good to be along with you. We, uh, My family and I, we're still celebrating. The Christmas tree is still up. It'll be up. At least another week, maybe maybe longer. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna cut it off though. After about a week, we have a real tree this year, and the needles are already starting to to fall. So I, you know, a few days, but it's nice. It's a, it's a nice break for everybody. The kids uh, back in school, and uh, I'm back at work. The legislature, New York State Legislature, is back in session, and next week we'll talk about some of the bills in the hopper for this legislative session. They're, they're enough to make you crazy. And uh, so we'll talk about that. There's plenty of time for that. I guess the big news today is what's happening in Washington. The uh, Republicans did not elect Kevin McCarthy speaker. They were on the brink of chaos all day today, opening day of the new Congress. And McCarthy is pledging a battle on the floor if needed to overcome his challenges, mostly from the the right flank, from the Trump people. They're not going to give him their votes to become House Speaker. At least they haven't so far. They had two votes today. He came up on the short end, so they adjourned. And nothing really can happen until they name a Speaker. The House names a Speaker. And they put uh, Hakeem Jeffries, won the first two votes, meaning that Republicans voted for Jeffries rather than vote for McCarthy. So there's a game of chicken going on here, and it's kind of scary to think that Hakeem Jeffries, it won't happen. I mean, I think McCarthy in the end, this is my prediction. And by the time you hear this, he may be already uh, elected speaker. But I think he'll be the speaker eventually. Unfortunately, I'm not a fan of McCarthy. Somebody, and I'll get to the quote here in a couple of minutes. So I'm looking at an AP piece here. And uh, I mean, I didn't pay too close attention to it. But even before Congress convened, Capitol Hill was, uh, you know, was chaotic. There was upheaval and, and uncertainty. And uh, so McCarthy led his party to a narrow Republican majority. But you know something? He was also the architect, or he engineered, I should say, this $1.7 trillion omnibus pork bill through the through the House. I mean, why would he, he and the other capital R Republicans are a big part of the problem in Washington? How come there was no uh, continuing resolution, no CR, but instead we got a $1.7 trillion pork bill, and it is pork. There is money in there, I think about $3 million for a uh, Michelle Obama hiking trail. It's like, give me a, I mean, I have a a bunch of these things listed. Maybe I'll I'll get to them before the end of the show, but it's unbelievable. So there was a a very contentious closed door meeting with his fellow House Republicans and he couldn't get it. He is is fighting for his political survival. And he was, he's trying to avoid being the first majority nominee for speaker in over 100 years to fail to win an initial vote for the gavel. There were two votes. So he's the first majority nominee for speaker in a century to not win on the first vote. A core group of conservatives led by the Freedom Caucus, they're aligned mostly with Donald Trump's MAGA agenda. They were furious. They were calling for a beatdown by McCarthy allies and remaining, they remain steadfast in their opposition to McCarthy. He is no good. Somebody, I think it was Matt Gates from Florida. He said, if you want to drain the swamp, you can't put the biggest alligator in control of the exercise. That's what he, McCarthy is. He's a swamp monster. 
He's got to go. He's not going to, I don't think. Not this time around. But it's the guys like, it's he's like another John Boehner. They just want to be speaker. They want to be leader. They're not, you know, constitutional conservatives. Like Jim Jordan. Why isn't somebody like Jim Jordan or Louis Gohmert ever elected speaker? Because they're conservatives. Those guys never rise to the level of speaker. The, the speakers of the world are, are, the, are the John Boehners and the Kevin McCarthy's and the Mitch McConnell's in the Senate. Those are the types of people who become leaders and speakers because they play the game. They know how to play the game. Not that Jim Jordan does it. Jim Jordan wants to be the, uh, the chairman of the Judiciary Committee. That's his main goal. So uh, Kevin McCarthy is uh, probably going to be elected speaker by the time you hear this. Anyway, the other big story is the uh, this young man on the Buffalo Bills. And uh, he took a hit. But I've seen guys get hit a lot harder than what uh, this uh, DeMar Hamlin got hit. Of course, it's easy for me to say watching it on TV. I, I wasn't on the receiving end of it. But Hamill is in critical condition. Again, maybe he's out of critical condition, hopefully by the time you're hearing this, suffered cardiac arrest in a collision with Cincinnati Bengals wide receiver T. Higgins. It was a legal hit by Higgins. It was either they ran into each other. I'm not even sure it was a block. But according to the uh, cardiologist, Dr. Scott Jerome, he's with the University of Maryland Medical System, he said if you get hit in the chest, if it happens between heartbeats in a very small window, it can put the heart in ventricular fibrillation. And that's what happened. The heart stops beating. And this Jerome is an assistant professor of medicine, so he would know. That's what happened to Hamlin. It was just kind of a freak thing. He may have had a pre-existing condition. I'm not sure. Uh, if you see that, I've seen this you know, maybe 20 or 30 times. Most people have by now. But he got up after getting hit. Then he collapsed right away. And even the Monday Night Football audience, they watched, they couldn't believe it, what they were seeing. Medical personnel had to administer C, uh, CPR. They got an uh, automated external defibrillator, and it was used on him. He was taken to a nearby hospital. Again, he's in critical but stable condition. Uh, his heartbeat was restored on the field, and he was transferred to UC Medical Center for further evaluation and treatment. It's, it was scary. I mean, you know, these guys put their lives literally on the line every day. They're still, you know... Football is a rough sport, and it's going to be a rough sport no matter what is done to try to change that. Men, Young men uh, are big. They're fast. They're in great shape. They hit each other really, really hard, and, and sometimes illegally. I'll never forget the uh, the hit that Daryl Stingley took back in, in the late 70s or early 80s. He was a wide receiver for the uh, New England Patriots, and uh, Jack Tatum, who was a linebacker for the Oakland Raiders, hit him in the head. Needlessly, the the ball was you know five feet over Stingley's head. It was I think it was a uh, it wasn't even a regular season game, and he just was zeroed in. He Tatum zeroed in on Stingley's head, hit him, and he became paralyzed, and he died young. Stingley died a few years ago. I don't think he was more than fifty, and Tatum I think unfortunately is still around. But I mean, football is a rough sport, and there were a lot of. Uh, prayers and uh you know uh shows of uh sympathy and some really good sportsmanship on on the on the part of both teams they went to their locker room the game was suspended i guess uh till uh further notice i guess they're, they're gonna have to make up the game but it was just a tragic turn of events in buffalo and we hope that young man again 24 years old his name is uh damar hamill uh, hamlin i should say uh returns uh to full strength all right, what else happening here? There's uh, some dirt dug up on Dr. Fauci, head of the congressional investigations. Now the Republicans are taking over. Eventually they will. 
take over in the House. There will be investigations of the likes of Anthony Fauci, Joe Biden's advisor on COVID-19. He's gonna, he's getting set to retire, by the way. Uh, Fauci, he's getting set to uh, call it a career about five years too too late. But he, uh, he used to love being on TV every day. Remember, he was claiming he was science during the pandemic. He told Americans they, they had to wear masks. Then he said you didn't have to wear masks. But you had to get the jab. You had to get the Fauci ouchie. So his, uh, you know, he is going to get a fat retirement. He is, I think, the highest paid public official in the country. And he will be exiting the federal government within days. But it's not, you know, you can run, but you can't hide, as the old saying goes. He is not going to be left entirely alone. A number of Republican members of Congress. Why not Democrats? Why is it always Republicans? Looking into these these types of these types of uh, issues, I mean, this guy has got the blood of uh, I think millions of Americans on his hands. He's going to have to testify about his handling of the pandemic. It cost millions of lives, and there's a report on Slay News that is confirming that the dirt on Fauci is already appearing, and a number of members of Congress, again all Republicans, Rand Paul has been grilling him for the last three years. You can bet he's going to be at the front of the line, Paul. The report said Twitter boss Elon Musk found dirt on Fauci and went public on his social media platform. It had had a devastating effect. For instance, Musk said almost no one seems to realize that the head of bioethics at NIH, the person who is supposed to make sure that Fauci behaves ethically, is his wife. His, it's like asking a... Fox to guard the hen house. I didn't know this until today. The head of bioethics at NIH, the National Institutes of Health, is Anthony Fauci's wife. You see how this works? You talk about nepotism. Unbelievable. The comments noted that gain-of-function research is just another way of saying bioweapon, and that Fauci authored a 2012 paper promoting that very research. The report said it was the weekend Australian that unearthed a 2012 paper Fauci wrote for the American Society of Microbiology in which he advocated for gain-of-function research. Such research involves making viruses more infectious and or more deadly, according to the report. Now, I think the reason they do this is not to make viruses more lethal that if, so that if people come down with a virus, they die. It's to learn how to better treat and better fight those viruses. But in this case, and I think that one prominent and very well-supported explanation for COVID-19 is that it developed at China's Wuhan Institute of Virology, which does gain-of-function work, which the NIH fu- uh, funded, which means we funded it, and Fauci knew all about it. He, was, he masterminded it, and somehow the virus got loose and encircled the entire globe, killing millions of people, not just Americans, but millions of people all over the world. Fauci has got to pay for that. Will he? Probably not, but Republicans want to investigate him. All right, you know, there's something that's really troubling me about this this latest uh, Congress, which is yet to be uh, seated. It will be, obviously, this week, as uh, I think Kevin McCarthy will be sworn in, and and I think uh, some of the Republicans who won their races, one of whom is George Santos, Republican from New York. He's getting a lot of flack for some of the lies he, I'm not going to say fabrications, but he lied, frankly. He beefed up his own resume to get himself elected. He got elected. And now Democrats are saying, this guy's got to resign. He's, he's dirty. He's no good. He's lies. And I'm thinking to myself, you hypocrites. 
They're worried about Santos and his prevarications. What about Biden? There's a list here, and I'm not going to read them all because I'd be here all night. Biden lies every single day. Uh, two weeks ago or three weeks ago, he said, "This is I'll, I'll quote here. He's been to Afghanistan, Iraq, in those areas twice as president. He hasn't been even once. The price of gasoline, he stated back in October, is down from over $5 when I took office. Wrong, Joe. It was $2.12 when you took office. How about this? October 23rd. Student loan forgiveness is passed. I got it passed by a vote or two, and it's in effect. Well, it's not in effect. I can I can speak up to this uh, from personal experience. I have a student loan debt outstanding. He didn't get anything passed. He thought he did. He got some votes for it, maybe, right before the election, before the midterms. Signed an executive order. And the court said, no, that's not, that's not legal. That's not constitutional. So now it's 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 still out there. What else is uh, what else did he say? The average federal income tax paid by the richest Americans is eight percent. If you're a cop, a teacher, a fireman, union worker, you probably pay two or three times that. That's false. Gun manufacturers. Back in June, he said this. Gun manufacturers are the only industry in the country that have immunity from lawsuits. I mean, some of this stuff is ridiculous. When President Biden took office, he stated in a tweet, there was no vaccine available. I mean, this is unbelievable. How dumb does he think Americans are? A lot of Americans are dumb, but not that dumb. They voted for Biden, the ones who are really dumb. You couldn't buy a cannon when, in fact, the Second Amendment passed back in April. This is all Joe Biden's lies and half-truths and uh, no truth in anything he says. I've been in and out of Iraq, he said back in March of 2022, in and out of Iraq and Afghanistan over 40 times. As a youth, I got arrested protesting for civil rights, he stated back in January of last year. What else here? I've been against the war in Afghanistan from the very beginning. That's a lie. I used to drive a tractor trailer. I only did it for a short time, part of a summer. I mean, and on it goes. The number of small businesses up 30% compared to before the pandemic. Absolutely false. No governor in Virginia has ever won when he or she is the same party, is the same party as a sitting president. Well, we know what he meant. That's false. The cost of an automobile, it's kind of back to what it was before the pandemic. It kind of is not back to where it was, nor will it be. The Second Amendment. He said back in June of 2021, the Second Amendment from the day it was passed limited the type of people, type of people, types of types of people it could be, who could own a gun and what type of weapon you could own. I mean, this is unbelievable. And I'll, you know, I'll, I'll stop there. I mean, he talked about his, his uh, college. He had several degrees. He had three degrees. He finished in the top of his law class. All of it is absolutely false. But nobody holds him to account. Nobody in the media will say you, you know, say to him, you know, Mr. President, you're wrong about that. You lied about that. They would if Trump said those things. You can bet on it. All right, we've got to go. Thank you very much, folks, for tuning us in. Uh, we'll get to the uh, next show we do. We're going to talk about some of the things that the federal government spends your money on. $1.7 trillion in that uh, omnibus spending bill passed a couple of weeks back. We'll get to that next time and a few other things. Thank you very much for tuning us in. If you want to listen to us, on wherever you get your podcast. You get it on Spotify, we're there. Apple iTunes, we're there. The BMG 
network.com is our home base. Check it out. Great podcasts, great podcasters, columns up there for you under the PAC perspective. Again, if you want to contact me directly, it's Pacman, P-A-C-M-A-N, at thebmgnetwork.com. Thank you very much for tuning us in. And if the Lord wills it, we will talk to you soon. The Pac-Man Podcast was produced and edited in the BMG studio. Music by Kevin McLeod. For more episodes of the Pac-Man Podcast, go to the bmgnetwork.com or go to the BMG Network on Facebook. And be sure to tune in to the next episode of the Pac-Man Podcast with Ted Flint. Thank you.